0: Well, a very good afternoon and welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show here on 102.9 CRCFM. Now it's time to turn our attention towards Europe now, and we're going to be crossing live over to Paris to our French correspondent, Maximilien Marek. Max, thank you very much for taking our call. Firstly, we are going to discuss the coronavirus debacle surrounding French rugby. We saw it before with the national team, their game versus Scotland postponed and resulting, of course, in them losing that rearranged fixture against the Scottish side. Now, yesterday evening's game in the Champions Cup against Leinster for Toulon at the French side was expected to be played. However, it has also been called off due to a breach of COVID protocol and a positive case found within the Toulon camp. Well, to discuss this, I do indeed have Max on the line. Max, what has the reaction been like in France surrounding the large amount of COVID-positive results that have been quite the outlier in terms of other clubs and national teams who seem to have fared much better in avoiding the coronavirus?
1: Yeah, we've have, we have seen a, a, an abundance of uh, COVID cases among uh, French rugby teams uh, uh, in the in the last weeks um well for, first in the, in the national teams uh the, the french uh national team but also the the woman team and the and the junior team um it was uh, um there has been an inquiry by the the ministry of sport in france what that has uh, cleared uh the team of any uh, wrongdoing in the the protocols but evidently uh, as they were training in the same place uh all the teams uh the women uh, and junior and the national team uh, have been uh, infected um, with with the COVID. Um, I, I think there there's no explanation there except that maybe it's uh, the the virus is very active in France and there's a there's a chance that uh, well uh, even if you you uh, respect most of the most of the of the barriers. Uh, you're you're bound to have uh, one case uh, at one point. And concerning the the linester uh, too long game, um, there has been a, a bit of frustration uh, in the in the French effective uh, because the there was a reported case on Wednesday, uh, but the, the decision uh, to cancel the game was only made at, at the last minute. Uh, and uh, the Toulon team was in uh, was uh, allowed to uh, fly to Ireland uh,
0: despite uh, despite this situation. So they managed to fly to Ireland while knowing there was a COVID positive member of staff within their ranks. Yeah, but yes, they they tested they tested
1: the the the, the entire players, uh, which all tested negative, and that that's why the Toulon club was uh, frustrated. Um, uh, because uh, there was no other uh, positive cases uh, in the team, and that the the, the infected player have has been uh, isolated uh, since the start and did not fly to Ireland. Uh, uh, actually, um, I think that the, the the organization proposed an alternative uh, by uh, playing by offering to play the game on uh, on Sunday. Um, but without any of the forwards, uh, 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 an alternative which the, which the French club declined, uh, as it was uh, a, certain, uh, uh, a certain loss uh, without, uh, uh, without their, uh, their forwards.
0: I see. So it seems to be quite a similarity between the issues surrounding the French national rugby team. Of course, they bet Ireland and then the COVID cases were found on their return home with testing done in France. Was there a sense that there was a, a breach of protocol in Ireland when they were visiting Dublin? Or could it quite simply be a slice of karma for French sport in terms of what happened with the Thierry Henry a number of years ago, how it cost Ireland a World Cup place? And unfortunately, it seems to have cost France this year's six nations by having to play that rearranged fixture against Scotland and ultimately losing out in the championship.
1: I think a bit of both. Uh, but uh, I, I, didn't, I don't think it has uh, penalized the, the French team that much because they were able to play against their w- win against Wales after having uh, been diagnosed with the, the COVID and the, the, the loss against Scotland only came uh, after Now I think uh, it's mostly uh, a consistency issue and uh, although they, 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 they had a, a, a good tournament, uh, I think there is still a, a few mistakes uh that need to be corrected but i overall i think that the french team is, is on a is on a good path uh, but there's also a bit of maybe uh restrictions that weren't followed there was a whole episode a, a bit of a polemic uh, concerning french players uh, eating uh, waffles in rome uh after the the game in italy uh, and was a a bit uh, polemical um but the, the, the Ministry of Sport said it was uh, perfectly normal. So I guess, uh, I guess uh, that, that, that's it.
0: So tell me about that issue surrounding the waffles in Rome. It sounds like a, a nice break for them. Was it a, an issue surrounding the large amount of them that congregated? Yeah, I think
1: there was a bit of that. I, I, I'm not clear on the, the details of the events, but uh, I think uh, some pictures have circulated and then... Uh, so I, I think people were trying to attribute blame and understand why uh, why the French team couldn't couldn't play, uh, and maybe find, trying to find a, a culprit, uh, and think that the waffle episode was a was a good uh, was a, was a good uh, place for that. Uh, but I think uh, overall, it's just a moment of relaxation and no no wrongdoing was a, was a, was found.
0: If we can move codes over to Tennis Max for a moment, uh, the, we're awaiting the first, the second Grand Slam of the year, rather, and a lot of speculation is surrounding the man Roger Federer. We were talking earlier uh, during the week about his longevity, his career, the fact that he has the all-time record of 20 Grand Slam titles, along with Rafael Nadal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He seems to have totally transcended the sport, very rare for a sports star to have zero scandals following him very little press intrigue he seems to get on with his career as an athlete and being one of the greatest tennis players of all time and it seems like he's returning yet again from another injury yes
1: he's, he's recently announced his, uh, his return in, in the tournament and, and to win big he said he wouldn't play uh he wouldn't play secondary tournaments and he was only here to win uh, the the Grand Slams, and he's clearly here to to get back to the number one position. And uh, he's now here to uh to uh push it push his luck uh, by being tenth or eleventh uh, in the in the world rankings. Clearly here to, to 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 have the the first position again. And it's it's an incredible longevity indeed. Uh, he's now I think almost forty or forty and is still able to to win against uh, fresh players just out of their 20s and also the the Nadal, uh, players such as Nadal and Djokovic that are still in their 30s, but a, a bit younger. Uh, but yeah, I completely agree with you with the, the perfect handling of the career. Uh, Forbes, I think, last year just placed him uh, as the, the top uh, paid, highest paid athlete uh, in the world. Um even uh, before uh, uh, footballers such as Ronaldo, Messi, or uh, Neymar, um, since, thanks to his, uh, to his many contracts in, uh, in publicity with uh, many brands, I think, I think what mostly helped him is the, the image uh, of uh, yeah of, of scandal-free and uh, classes uh, outside the courts is elegance that uh, many players uh, well well few players have. Uh, um, and I think that's helped that's him
0: a lot. Yeah, his record is nothing short of phenomenal. And at the age he is now, he will be 40 in August. It's really beyond belief that somebody can keep at it at the highest level of tennis. Such a demanding, physically grueling sport to still, as you mentioned there, swat away all the younger competitors. Is it a sign perhaps maybe that tennis isn't as strong a sport as it once was not as competitive a field when you do have a an almost 40-year-old man still able to stake a claim and be favored for Grand Slam? No, I,
1: I think I think it's because uh, maybe the, the game has professionalized uh, over the years and uh, I think it, it's it's a general trend uh over like 20, 30 years ago there was no player over 30 uh, in the in the top 10 and now there's uh there there's a few of them I think uh, players have learned to uh to handle their their career, um, choose the the games they're they're uh, they're participating in. I think the the way the points are attributed uh, contribute to that maybe, um, but mostly I think it, many many players uh, well and many spectators when they see Federer think it's uh, it's the it's effortless uh, because uh, there's no uh, grim on his face is is very, it seems. Uh, uh, very at ease on the courts. But I think that there's a lot of work uh, uh, that it's, it, that's involved uh, behind that. And uh, uh, yeah, mostly it's uh, a lot of work outside the, the competitions to, to arrive uh, in good shape at the competitions and win the, the games that matter.
0: There's quite an interesting interview with Novak Djokovic's father, Sherdan, He stated that he's not really Roger Federer's greatest supporter, considering the competition between his son and Federer, while uh, he also managed to state in this interview how uh, he wants Roger Federer to continue playing for five to six years, and to do so would be for Novak getting the opportunity to beat Federer for five or six more years. Uh, Once again, kind of solidifying the role of the Djokovic's within the world of tennis as the most unlikable uh, grouping and support base that you could ever see in the sport. But does it show perhaps that Djokovic himself is uh, feeling quite worried within his own camp about a resurgence of Roger Federer?
1: Well, I think definitely yeah, Roger Federer has proven time and again that he still has the the ability to to win against players such as Nadal and and Djokovic, and then the the bad blood between especially Djokovic's fathers and uh, and Roger Federer is a uh, is a uh, is, is is a well known uh, fact. I think I think the relations between Djokovic and and Federer have slightly uh, improved um, in in recent years, but. Still, I, I think they there may be a bit of worry, but I think uh, on on a professional level, uh, it's uh, I think very uh, rewarding for players such as Djokovic and and uh, and um, and Nadal to keep playing against a player that's uh, Federer, and I think it also uh, lays out a path for uh, for their their uh, career ends as well. Uh, that he has shown an example, and they will have to uh, handle it. Um, uh also uh, i mean uh, will they slowly uh, decline or will they like leave while, while they are on top uh, there's a lot of questions about their their uh, their uh, their career uh, their 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 career and the, the end of their career and they they'll have to and maybe uh, Federer can be an inspiring example and and seeing how Federer can continue maybe until he's 40 43 45 uh, it gives them hope that maybe they could do that as well.
0: Yeah, Djokovic certainly does have age on his side in terms of trying to chase down those records. His head-to-head record, I suppose, really came to prominence with Roger Federer back in New York last year when there was that scandal of Novak hitting that woman by accident and maybe it heightened the bad blood between Federer and Novak Djokovic. But considering the current tennis landscape, you're seeing the likes of Andy Murray continuing to have injury issues his career, kind of like a roller coaster, he's coming in and out of retirement. But looking further afield, the rest of the talent that is coming through hasn't exactly shone as of yet. The likes of Nick Kyrgios, who many expected to make a name for himself, have really failed to do so, bar being rather outspoken on random issues.
1: Do you mean if, if younger players uh, have like their ability to rise to the top, uh, I think I think that that's why the the, the, the federer nadal Djokovic are, are very consistent and they they're still a a level uh, above the these young players uh, that haven't yet the i think the experience and the and the level to compete with the, these monsters that have won uh, more than 15 20 uh, grand slams uh, and and the, and for for them it's a it's a it's a chance to uh, uh, to uh, play against players such as Nadal, uh, Federer, Djokovic to acquire that experience and uh, maybe reach that, that level at some point. And at the same time, it means that for now, they can't win uh, uh, Grand Slams uh, and major tournaments because they're there. But uh, in the future and for the sport, I think it's, it's for the best.
0: There was some interesting news from the Roger Federer camp regarding his decision to postpone playing at Wimbledon this year. And instead, go and compete at the Tokyo Olympic Games, if indeed they will go ahead. Do you sense that's a smart decision for Federer? He has made a name for himself on the Wimbledon court, but it looks now like he, his interest will be towards representing his nation, Switzerland, at the Olympic Games.
1: I think yeah, it's purely. I mean, he, he might not be ready for the for the for the Wimbledon tournament. I think it's a it's a hard uh, hard decision to make because. It, if he plays at Wimbledon and somehow uh, injures himself, he won't be able to do the, the Tokyo uh, as well. So maybe he just needs a, a little bit more time to, to get in shape for, for the tournament. It's it's funny that uh, you say that he like privileges his, uh, his country because I think it was one of the reproaches uh, Stan renrinka uh, made at some points uh, in his career when uh, Federer, uh, I think, declined to play in the Davis Cup for Switzerland. Um, and Rorinka accused him of uh, caring too much about his image, uh, privileging his uh, off-court engagements, uh, publicity contracts, and everything, and uh, not uh, playing for for his country. And uh, also, there's a lot of uh, personal prestige, I, I guess, uh, uh, involved in playing in the Olympics. But um, but still, uh, I remember that time when. Uh, when uh, Federer com- came in under a heavy criticism from Verenka for not uh, for not playing
0: the, the Davis Cup because they don't really like him in Switzerland
1: No no they, they do they just made a, an ambassador to uh, for uh, tourism in Switzerland uh, and oh, okay. uh, I, I, I think there's a, there's, a, there's a very great consensus in the news that there's only posit- positive news about Roger Federer and Switzerland consider considerisms is his best asset. Oh, cool. uh, no, I think he's he's quite well liked, uh, but there may be a bit of uh, jealousy among uh, other uh, other Swiss, Swiss Swiss players.
0: Oh, I see. So even considering he didn't play with the Davis Cup team, he is still kind of revered as he really quite rightly should be as a phenomenal sports star with zero scandal and zero baggage that he has managed to keep throughout a very long career. You know, he spent the longest amount of time at number one. Uh, in the atp ranks and just shows i guess the the level that he managed to reach in his career and sustain that for over well over 20 years
1: no yeah i think that well the Davis cup was just i think a, a one-time a, a one-time occurrence but uh yeah as for uh, his handling of the career uh as well like on on the court and and of the court it's quite impressive and I think I think Switzerland itself the the country or I don't know which organization within the country um, awarded him with a prize as like I think the most uh, impressive uh, Swiss of the of the decade or something uh, which shows the the level of uh, of popularity uh, he has uh, in his country but also uh, in in the in the world Uh, I think it's it's, it's it's a sport player it's a tennis man that everyone knows whether they play tennis or not. And uh, I think there is no obvious reason why someone uh, would uh, speak uh, ill of, of the player. Because as you said, his it, career has been quite scandal-free kind of also has a foundation. He's been, uh, there has been a number of minor polemics uh, uh, over the, the past years with other players, maybe some critics about the way you handle games. Uh, i think greta Sandberg even uh, even criticized the player at one point because he had a, a contract with the with the bank swiss bank that uh, funded um that funded uh, very carbon intensive uh, companies and uh, at that point i think he decided to fund uh, to give money to uh, to to um help with the the, the the fires in australia um but uh Overall, there's no particular fact that I could say really, uh, really uh, put a stain in his, on his career.
0: That's yeah, it's, it's he has been really just such a, an admirable figure, <laughs> always seen with his family and his wife by his side while he is playing. And he has quite a large family as well. Many children. I guess that is something that is quite important to him where he can I suppose get away from the sport get away from the limelight and concentrate on family issues
1: yeah it, I think it's 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 quite uh, interesting as he, uh, as he's seen like a, a family man a very simple man you see him hiking sometimes as and he, he just like seems like a guy with simple taste and was like uh, not with like uh, not uh, too focused on uh, money boats and uh, everything and just like Focusing on family, family, uh, nature, but uh, he also has like he has, uh, I think, a, a very like expensive house, uh, lots of cars. He has he had partnerships with uh, Rolex. So I think it's impressive how he managed to, to keep that perfect figure while uh, well all of these accessories and uh, publicity contracts might have at some at some point uh, brought him. Uh, some critics regarding his, his lifestyle and everything but he's he succeeded in in having this uh this image of a, a quite simple person i think I, I think i've seen an article recently about uh his uh retreats uh plans being very simple uh, uh, compared to other uh, uh uh to other sports uh player uh, athletes uh, around the world uh so i think it's impressive how he managed to, to keep that uh, very uh Simple and perfect image. While there, there would be motives to uh, to uh, to say otherwise.
0: Yeah, surprisingly humble man. I just in terms of looking ahead, Max, will you be expecting to see Roger Federer on the clay court of Roland Garros for the French Open in the coming weeks ahead?
1: Well, I certainly hope so, but I can't make any uh, any uh, any prediction whether he'll be there or not. But uh, I think it, it would be great for the for the tournament and uh for the players there and for him of course
0: and how is that tournament shaping up what are we going to expect
1: well to tell you the truth it's all a bit uh it's all a bit um uncertain here for now because of the the covid restrictions i don't know yet how uh, how it's it's going to go um i think there's a the first uh the first um they will start uh, removing the lockdown uh, starting in May. So there might be a, a chance that Roland Garros can can go on quite normally, I think, with maybe reduced uh, attendance, but still uh, take place in, in June, not like last year, where well, they had to uh, to postpone it to, to October, I think, November. Uh, so there, there might be a, a chance for the, the tournament to go uh as
0: normally as uh, possible in those times. That's certainly something to look forward to. Maximilian Marek, a French correspondent. Many thanks for joining us here in the Saturday Sport Show, and enjoy the weekend's action. Enjoy your weekend.